Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janela, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast joey janelle always goes in this is the american nightmare cody rhodes and you are listening to going in raw hey everyone kenny omega here in case you didn't know we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen larson's going in raw and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things goodbye and smooch good night bye bang hey friendo steve here and larson and welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here, youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder tomorrow, the numbers don't lie, featuring Going In Raw, going in raw math on CM Punk. If you want to watch the show live, hit us up on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. $5 a month to get to vote on the Numbers Don't Lie every single weekend. Watch it lie live. Uh, you can also uh, do that on the YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Click join or uh, by getting a Twitch sub here on the Twitch. AEW on the road to all out yeah uh quite the eventful episode uh <laughs> where cm punk cm punk evidently uh confirmed that uh brian danielson is headed oh, to aw no evidently he permits said <laughs> patience he's coming that's that's actually happening basically verbatim what great. he said so uh, the situation was you know he's doing a promo and he said something we'll get we actually do the uh the recap we'll get to it Crowd started chanting, yes, yes, yes. And he says, that's someone else's shtick. But, you know, hey, be patient. He's talking about Daniel, Brian Danielson. Yeah, he's talking about Brian Danielson. I got to get used to calling him Brian Danielson. Uh, yeah, that happened. And then uh, uh, evidently the match that's being set out for All Out uh, is, uh, of course, Malachi Black versus Arn Anderson because we learned tonight that Arn Anderson can easily block a black mass uh, like we saw after that main event match. With just his form. It's a form. It was, it was so easy. It was hilarious. Yeah, the whole end uh, segment was not very not very good. Yeah, it was it was it was very much an up and down episode of Dynamite. But you know, all at number one, I, I love whenever wrestling can be unintentionally hilarious. I love it. Um so there was a lot to like about AEW tonight. Punk had another great promo. He did. Oh, uh, 
there was one other development. Uh, you know, we were curious or kind of assuming that we'd get Jericho versus MJF again uh, at All Out. Uh, Jericho had to up the stakes to get the match he wanted. He's putting his AEW in-ring career on the line, uh, which is basically telegraphing a Jericho win. Yeah. I mean, unless he wants to just do commentary for a while and go on tour, then they'll find some way for him to get back in the ring. But it seems he's got played offer still in ring. At least he thinks so. Uh, that uh, likelihood of him picking up the W here is probably pretty high. Not all confidence points, but a decent amount. I might have them all on this. This is a total telegraph. It was kind of interesting to me. You know, I don't really give us much credit for being the smartest people in the world. But the number of other, uh, like some of our contemporaries and just people on Twitter in general who like didn't think that Jericho was going to have another match with MJF at All Out when this just seems like clear as day was kind of surprising to me. Um, yeah, MJF has won like three and Jericho has won zero. Yeah. And uh, to me, this seems kind of obvious that, okay, all the putting over of MJF has happened. They have put him, and you could, you could possibly debate the merits of shouldn't MJF have the last win? And I, I feel like he probably should. That's what we thought was going to happen. Yeah. Because he's the big deal, right? Like he's the one that's, he's the one on the come up. He's the young star that they're supposed to be putting over him and make. And yeah, when you do the math in the end, as I like to say at the end of the day, right? Uh, MJF uh, is, is going to have three wins to Jericho's one win. But and this made, match it all out is totally going to be Jericho winning yeah. with a Judas effect. And they made a massive deal, a massive deal out of MJF tapping out Jericho. They made that into a thing, you know? They made that into a big thing, yeah. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, they, they telegraphed that one. I mean, that's if, if there's any... And I, I hate saying this because I'm all about the matches and the journey and not necessarily the outcomes. There's two matches at All Out. One which I firmly believe, but I don't want to believe. And that's after all this Malachi Black stuff, Cody's going to get that win at All Out. Unless, for some reason, Cody does stay away for All Out and they do Dustin instead. That's the only other option I see on the table, yeah. in which case Malachi Black totally wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but if it's pushing the eventual loss to Cody, though, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. At this rate, it's going to happen. Yes, that's going to happen. And I don't know, man. I asked this question before, and I don't know, man. I'll probably get to you know. You and I, we are on. Listen, we are on the going in Raw Island, right? And on our island, we're like, no, Cody shouldn't be winning this match. But there's plenty of people out there. Cody's an EVP. He's a big deal in AEW. You know, uh, Malachi Black is a bad guy who's like killing all of his his family members, I guess, except Arn Anderson, who's got a force field. Um, and so that match is kind of up in the air. But Jerrica and then Mox, it was announced he's got uh, Kojima at All Out. That's an easy win for Mox. Um, I guess the other one would be like the Young Bucks. I mean, I assume it's going to be the Lucha Bros coming out of this. What do you think? It's So it's Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express. Yeah, up. I mean, they could do Jurassic Express because they lost their tag title shot to the interference, right? And this isn't a steel cage. A cage match, which doesn't eliminate interference, but potentially minimizes it. Hey, if that's the case... Jurassic Express is a lock, a lock to win that match, at least in my mind anyways. I love Lucha Bros, though. I hope they win. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Lucha Brothers are great. Yeah, they're, 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 they're terrific. You totally missed me doing the Penta thing. I really need to get. I can't wait for March, man. I'm gonna get one of them. I'm gonna hey, maybe for St. Patrick's Day, I'll dress up. No, for Halloween, maybe for Halloween, I'll do the. Uh, I'll see if I can get a penta mask and do some penta face paint with uh, the St. Patrick's Day uh, hat. Great idea. Great idea. Yeah, good stuff. Because you could do. Hey, we'll both do face paint. You do. Whoop 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 whoop. <laughs> you do Stardust. There you go. Uh, let's just hop into it. Uh, let's see here. It started with Matt Hardy here, versus ahead, right Orange. There. Orange Cassidy. Uh, there was, of course, some silliness to start. I kind of appreciate that 
You know, I, I think they I feel like Tony Khan probably understands that they brought in perhaps a bunch of lapsed fans that hadn't been around wrestling for a little while. Maybe fans of CM Punk who were like, well, Punk's out of here. I'm out of here, too. And so he starts off the next thing you see, basically the next program, a familiar face, Matt Hardy, with uh, a, a new face, sort of somebody who could epitomize one aspect of AEW, Orange Cassidy. And so people tuning in for the first time since last Friday. Oh, what is this AEW all about? You get a little bit of familiar. You get a little bit of the new of what to expect with AEW. And uh, so, of course, they all do their gimmick stuff. They do a lot of silliness uh, where Matt Hardy puts his hands in his pockets, brings out some dollar bills. And uh, and then and then we're off to the race. I will say this match. I will say this, though. It's like we know the Orange Cassidy thing. Whenever he does stuff like this, there's always a new little wrinkle to it, though. Oh, yeah. I'm not criticizing it. No, I, I appreciate was, I, that. I was just saying that with uh, with uh, Punk being back, yeah. Tony Khan's probably realized, hey, we've got some people who might not have been around wrestling for a little while to at least check out our product. Let's give them somebody we know, Matt, Matt Hardy, and somebody who sort of is the like you know future of AEW with Orange yeah, yeah. Cassidy. Um uh, there was one kind of a scary moment with uh, Orange Cassidy hitting a fun splash onto Matt Hardy, but it was kind of on his face, and it seemed to him. have busted his nose, I think. Yeah, I think he broke his, his nose. Yeah. Uh, so he was bleeding pretty profusely uh, from that point on. Orange Cassidy hits a swanton, tries for a twist of fate. Hardy counters that, hits an elbow drop. Orange Cassidy finally gets a twist of fate in. That gets him two. Hardy goes for his submission, the leech. Orange Cassidy counters that with a pin with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. Pretty fun match to kick things off on Dynamite. Yeah, I like that Cassidy was doing a bunch of Hardy references throughout. It was pretty fun. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. After that, we had a Malachi Black promo. He talks about Brock Anderson being over his head. He says, but I'm a fair man, and I'll give you a way out, Brock. And he tells Brock to just roll out of the ring and take the disqualification. Then he's going to look at Malachi and say sorry, then walk back to the locker room with his dad. And if it goes any different than what he just described, then he'll take him out, he'll take his dad out, he'll take Cody out, he'll take out anyone associated with the Nightmare family. I probably would have taken that deal, you know. Well, okay, fair enough, you know. I'm trying to protect my family. You got a good reason to. Hey, Dad, I'm trying to protect you. You got your head kicked off the first time. Well, son, yeah. I learned how to block his black mass. Uh, why, why didn't he? Well, he should teach Brock next time. Just do that. Yeah, just put, your, just put your arm up. Well, Brock doesn't up. have the thickness yet. Arn's got that thickness. That's true. I guess that's a good point. Let's go to Waffle House first, son. There you go. Jericho comes out, says, this has been the biggest week in AEW history. Everyone has been celebrating. Everyone but me. Last week when I had the chance to beat Majif, I lost for the third freaking time. 
It's been driving me crazy. I've been losing sleep. People ask me, Chris Jericho, why does it bother you? You're Chris Jericho. And I'm like, yeah, that's why it bothers me, dummy. I'm Chris Jericho. He says, until this ends, though, Max, I'm going to keep beating you down every week until it's over. I don't give a shit. And that's why I have a proposal on a way we can end this. So if you come out here now, I'll fill you in. How about this? One more match at All Out. And if I can't beat MJF, maybe I don't belong in an AEW ring anymore. If you beat me, MJF, I will never again wrestle in AEW. I'll just sit there on Fridays doing commentary on Rampage. And maybe one day I'll do commentary on Dynamite. MJF comes out. He's got a cheesy homemade shirt that says like three and one or something or three yeah, and yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like it was yeah. a reference to uh, the Jericho security had those homemade shirts. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was cool. Uh, yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, so MJF comes out, says, I made a promise to myself after I tapped you out that I would never wrestle you again. However, while it's incredible to look at all these fans here and all these idiots at home and say I tapped out Chris Jericho like that's cool. But to say I ended Chris Jericho's career, that's legendary. You got the match, but I want you to consider this because you're putting your in-ring career on the line with the man who beat you three times. Yes. Uh, We've got Uh, a Varsity uh, Blonde promo. Oh, sorry. There's mm -hmm. a bit more to that. Sorry. What's like, oh no, I was that was that was good enough. Right, what, was, what, was no, he says something like, "Hey, you should you should really question whether to take this match because I would if I were you because I'm better than you and you know." He yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He just uh, got he got to get he had to get his shit in. He of had course. to get his yeah he had to get his, his uh, catchphrase in. So Varsity yeah. Blondes had a promo next. They're putting over Lucha Brothers. Uh, so they're brothers, but we're brothers too in our own way. Uh, and then Pillman says, "Yeah, they might not." Uh, be blood, but their bond is forged by their desire to win this tournament and face the Young Bucks in a steel cage match. Right. Uh, after that, we had Lucha Bros versus Varsity Blondes. Uh, this was a lot of fun. It was a good uh, match. But, yeah, this is a good match, but the Lucha Bros got the win. Uh, after the match, Super Elite come down, stalking the ring, and as uh, Jurassic Express gets in the ring to show respect for the upcoming match between them and Lucha Bros, Young Bucks go in there. They push Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus into uh, the Lucha Bros. And then uh, Jungle Boy and Phoenix do a suicide dive onto the Super Elite. And uh, they give each other some some respect there. So yes. this is a good segment here. That's going to be a hell of a match. That's going to be a fantastic match. Your main event this Friday on uh, Rampage, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we get an Andrade El Idolo and Chavo Guerrero promo. Uh, mm-hmm. Chavo's putting over Pac, saying he's good, he's undeniably good, but only one of them can be undeniably great. And then uh, Andrade says, Pac, I'll show you at All Out. Uh, after that, we had Jamie Hayter versus Red Velvet. Jamie Hayter is a hell of a wrestler. I didn't really – I remember when she – the first time we saw her on Dynamite, I remember specifically you and I were both like, wow, she's really good. Yeah. Because she was kind of like a bit player – and then, of course, COVID happened, and then she's back now. And uh, God dang, I can see why Britt Baker likes her so much and brought her back because, holy crap, she is really good. She is Red good. Velvet's a lot of fun to watch. Sometimes I wish she would dial it down a little bit with those suicide dives. Uh, but uh, oh, the but two no, she I, had tonight were great. I think I think haters sold them pretty much like Red Velvet was doing a leaping Luthez press out of the ring. She just kind of like flat Yeah, back, they just sort of like, exactly, yeah. Uh, but uh, Hater gets a win with like a big lariat, and uh, yeah, this is good stuff. So after the match, Statlander comes down because they're attacking Red Velvet, and she attacks Hater and uh, gets Britt into position for her move, and then Britt's able to get out of it and runs away. So yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good stuff. I'm, I'm looking for. I think that Statlander Britt Baker is going to be amazing. It is going to be really good because they're both really good. really good wrestlers. They are really good. Uh, after that, we had Dark Order promo backstage. Uh, Evil Uno says they're a unit and all units have their obstacles. Heck, they had one a couple weeks ago when some of them didn't support himself and, and Stu Grayson, but that's okay. We all support our friends. And then Reynolds kind of does, uh, says that he's the one that blames Paige for getting beat down by the super elite a couple weeks back because, of course, if you remember correctly, Stu and Uno came out in front of the Dark Order and said, nope, go back, let it happen. And Cole Cabana says, yeah, we did that because that's what Paige wanted. And uh, Uno says, take a step back and go hang out in John's shadow where you belong, referencing John Silver. 
And Reynolds says, you know, having one in your name doesn't make you the leader of the Dark Order. And he storms out. Uno starts getting apologetic. And I believe it was Ted that says, hey, I thought we were all supposed to be a family. So now yeah. the story, I think, is now Paige is going to be the one that brings the Dark Order back together once he comes back. Who do you side with on this one? Should they have helped him out? It's, it's tricky because sometimes when a friend asks for space, you give him space. Yeah, but if they're getting their ass beat by a bunch of assholes, you got to help them out, man. And I'd say, look, you want space because you got to be you. But I'm me, and this is what I do. If I see my friend getting his ass beat by a bunch of assholes, guess what? I'm sorry. I'm going to help out. I mean, I guess what you could have done is just stop the beatdown from happening and just leave. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You didn't have to linger. Just Yeah, you don't have to stop linger. Stop and leave. Hang out for a hug or nothing. Uh-uh. I'm just saying like, hey, you know, I'm going to stop this beatdown. Uh, let's see here. After that, we had uh, a CM Punk interview with Shivani. Really, it was sort of a CM Punk promo, though. Uh, Shivani first tries to say, uh, ask him, what's the one thing that brought you back? But the, the CM Punk chants are so deafening that Punk says, oh, I can't hear you. I, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward just to fast forwarding about a year when CM Punk is not really doing like right now. I feel like we're getting Starcast CM Punk like he's convention meet and greet CM Punk. Because he's, oh, wow, this place is great. Well, what he is, he's, he's happy to be there, CM Punk. I don't want, like, because even tonight he says, I'm going to retire the voice of the voiceless because these people have a voice and they hear you backstage. No, 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 no. I don't want you to be content with your bosses. I'm not paying good money to see a PM, CM Punk be happy. I want to see him be disgruntled, uh, a little bit bitter, and uh, not too happy with the world or where he works. That's the good stuff, CM think, Punk. I don't think that's that's CM Punk now, though, Steve. If you want that CM Punk, you have to go watch WWE programming from 2012, 2013, 2014. Yeah, no good. I want, yeah, look, he can fake it. It's wrestling. I want to see, he comes out and says, oh, Tony Khan said he was going to make sure all my M&Ms were just red Boy, and uh, teal blue. Maybe next week he'll, he'll come out and run down how Arn Anderson can block a black mask with his yeah. form. Look at them. The, uh, the getting these older guys... To, to no-sell the young talent, right? I want to see I want to see upset punk. I don't know I don't know what can make him upset here in AEW. It's a co- company custom made for CM Punk. I know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know. Anyway, so yeah, he's he kind of uh, uh, sarcastically tells the crowd to be quiet. You're being too oh, loud. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're all stuffed up. I'll I'll do this because it's no, kind of okay. 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 No, I got. It, I got. It. Just come on. Uh, so uh, he was asked. You know, what's the one thing that brought you back? Well, you don't have to leave the frame. People still can see your face. Uh, he said, uh, "Somebody over here said it right. It's Penta." And I'm like, "Whoa!" But you already said Darby Allen. But then he said, "It's Phoenix." I'm like, "Whoa!" Handicap match. And he said, "It's Pillman Jr." I'm like, "They're not even in the same team together." What are you talking about? He says, "It's Jungle Boy." <laughs> he says, "Give me everyone. <laughs> Give me everybody." At this like gauntlet match right now, he says, "But before all those names, there's one guy." He says, "So <laughs> Arn Anderson." He says, "So I'm going to retire the name Voice of the Voiceless. This place has a voice, and the people back there listen." He says, "You know why I'm here, Darby Allen. I've watched you." I see you. You're reckless to the point of destruction, like you want to end yourself. And I look at you and I say to myself, can see, only CM Punk would say this. I look at somebody else wrestling, I think, can I still do this? He says, can CM Punk still go? Does CM Punk still have what it takes? He mentions Darby Allen being the wrestler that he, he would be his favorite wrestler if he was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. He says, can CM Punk still be the best in the world? And if the answer is yes, it starts with Darby, because I look at Darby and I see myself. He doesn't fit the mold of what someone else thinks a pro wrestler is. He's not the biggest or the strongest, but he's got the most hardest. If I'm going to answer those questions to myself and the crowd starts chanting, yes, yes, yes. And he's like, wait, hold on, everybody. You got to wait till September 22nd, Arthur Ashe, and he's well, going to show up. I think I Tony Khan just signed the deal to get Says. final countdown. 
that somebody else's shtick, you might need to be just a little bit more patient, is what he said. Yeah, he was a little bit more subtle than I just was, but uh, but yeah. So the, the crowd loved that, and, and he had that look on his face like, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, so he said, September 5th at All Out, it's not about proving the haters wrong, it's about proving to myself that I can still go. Uh, I thought I was a real, oh, and then he said, shout out to my wife. And shout out to uh, no, it's just oh, that, that was it. That was he didn't, me- he didn't yeah. mention Larry, his dog. He didn't mention Larry. He just mentioned um, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, another one that uh, all my confidence points are on CM Punk. You know, you can't put Darby all your confidence Allen. points on every match. Confidence points don't work that way. Well, I got time to decide. I got time. This one would be uh, less than Jericho. It, it would be. Like, it would be like. Okay, so Kenny versus Christian's my number one. Britt number Britt versus really? Statlander oh, is my for number me, two. Box versus Kojima, but all my oh shit, I forgot one. about that one. Never mind. Yeah, you're right. You're Paul totally White right. versus QT. Oh, that's probably next. <laughs> that's got to be number one, right? That's got to be number. No, one. I mean, no, Box beating Kojima's number one. That's so number for one. me. Kenny beating Christian's number one. Oh, that's there like is third or fourth. Yeah, because that title. Yeah, that's 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 just on principle alone. It's Kenny versus Christian. Um, yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, the, CM Punk is the kind of guy. It wouldn't shock me if he came in and was like, "Look, I know I'm the veteran, but you guys are paying me a shit ton of money. Let me put the kid over." And then Tony Khan would be like, "I appreciate that, but there's not a chance in hell I'm doing that because that crowd would be. I'm sorry, but the crowd would be deflated." Oh, it's in Chicago. Um, yeah, they're in Chicago. Uh, it would just be a little bit weird, but this is what you do. You you do this match now, and then a year from now, you have Darby take the title off Punk. There you go. As long as there's do a story that. involved, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I want to see that. It's just not right now. Once Darby's in the main, like more of a main event guy, then yeah, you do that because he did that. They did they did the same thing with Cody. Yep. You know, Cody yep. beat him, and then he beat Cody. Yep. After that, we got a Miro oh, promo. I know this I is pretty it. short. So, yeah, yeah. you love Miro. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, Miro's my favorite. He says, uh, I admit to being wrong, and we have powerful arms like I do. That's a tough thing to do. He talks about giving Fuego crap for taking the easy road, but then God, God reminded him there was an original sinner, and he calls out Eddie Kingston. He says that he is judgment, and God will back him because he is redeemer, and his wife will love him because he's the champion. Now the bring champion. me the mad king before I burn this place to the ground. Miro is the best. I'm the champion. My wife will love me because I'm the champion. <laughs> All right, take great. care of this match. I'll be right back. All right, so uh, after that, we had uh, a match which I don't even know why this exists, to be honest with you. Darby Allen, Mox, and Kingston. Darby Allen really should be at home right now making short films about CM Punk, but instead he's got to mix it up with the wingmen. I don't even know the genesis of this match, to be honest with you. Was it on Darker Elevation? Was Kingston on Darker Elevation? Anybody in chat? Anybody know how this match started? This is uh, some silliness. J.D. Drake is a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, And at one point, Mox bit J.D. Drake on the head. Nothing. So chat says no build. Nothing. Okay. Y'all watch Dark and Elevation? Suckers. Anyways, uh, Mox bites J.D.'s head. Darby hits a code red from the top. And then Peter fucks around and Sting uh, walks him down into Mox and Kingston. And then they stomp his ass. Darby hits a stunner and then a coffin drop on Drake for three. And after the match, uh, as uh, Mox and Kingston Sting are all taken care of, uh, the rest of the wingmen, uh, Daniel Garcia attacks Darby Allen from behind. And then the other dudes run him off. Yeah. And so he goes. And I'm like, man, this is just chaotic as all hell. Oh, yeah. The end of this match was a mess. It but was not, an absolute not in a mess. bad way. It was kind of fun. But it was no, it was mess. fun. It was fun. Uh, I do like when I see a guy like Dan, Danny Garcia out there, uh, it cracks me up because I'm like, man, Tony Khan just has so many moving pieces on his show. Like, you know, he's got some plan for this Garcia kid because he seems to like him. He's everywhere. Yeah. 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 And it's like, what what is he going to do with him now? And what plan? What roadmap is that happening there? Yeah. It's pretty impressive how they juggle all this stuff. Oh, to be I honest know. with you. I know. Uh, after that, we had a quick interview with Ty Conti pretty quickly interrupted by the bunny. And uh, Bunny's wondering why Ty is hanging out with Dark Order. Says, how about you sign this contract with the Hardy family office? And Ty Conti rips it right in, they, they, in, in Bunny's face. They start fighting. Refs break it up. We get a quick FTR promo. 
Uh, Dax is talking about w- wanting one more match against Santana Ortiz. Uh, Cash Wheeler comes in, says he doesn't know if his arm will ever be the same. Uh, but f- where he's from, you rub dirt on it and you keep going. And they're not going to stop until they get their pound of flesh. And they announced next week it's going to be FTR versus Santana and Ortiz. Speaking of a pound of flesh, you had texted me prior to the show. Hey, did you see the uh, Cash Wheeler's giant gash on his arm that he tweeted out? And I was like, no. And then he sent it to me during the pre-show. This thing is horrifying. Yeah, it's a pretty huge gash. Looks like some deep dish pizza there in Chicago. Oh, Holy moly. That's gnarly. I want to see what it looks like bald with a mustache. All right. Uh, After that, we had uh, Don Callis, Kenny Cutler, and uh, Nakazawa. They all come out. Callis like almost immediately gets interrupted by Boo Christian Impact Champion, uh, who gets a uh, uh, some cheap wrestler. some cheap heat from the crowd by uh, uh you know saying where are they Milwaukee they're in yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Right? yeah Milwaukee uh, and then he's like hey uh, Callis you're a carny piece of shit here's a video package to prove it and so apparently this video package if I understand it correctly Christian came in at the age of 20 for his first televised match and then Callis got him fired immediately afterwards and in the meantime he was trying to get a 10-year-old Kenny Omega to wrestle or something I I, was like, I I couldn't piece anything together from this 25 second video package I honestly couldn't it was so almost like purposely poorly put together it was like a these, blur. They had these little interview clips with that guy. I have no idea who that guy was. I was trying to watch and take notes. And I, I, it totally escaped me completely. There is an old man from IWA yeah. who knew Callis, and uh, I saw a shot of Christian, yeah, who looked very young at the time. And who he did he fight? Did he? Oh, and then there were there were shots of Callis as well. Yeah, younger. And then it, and then we're back to the modern day. We're back in 2021. And Christian was like, see, I told you so. He's a carny piece of shit. And I was like, I don't know what you just showed me. But, okay, I take your word for it. You're the Impact Champion. So, you're, you're a future uh, Hall of Famer. I'll take your word for it. Which Hall of Famer? AEW doesn't have a Impact. I mean, you got to clarify he's a future Impact Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Fame-worthy competitor. As a tag team with Edge, I agree. So, anyways... Uh, Don Callis, uh, get, he gets in the ring with Don Callis. Kenny has a hilarious line where he just gets in the mic really quick and says, you think you know me? Uh, but Callis does the majority of the talking here. He gets all heated. He's like, somebody hold my scarf. And he takes off his jacket and he says something like, uh, oh, he says yeah, what that, what that showed. Sorry. What that showed is, uh, it's funny cause Kenny takes the mic and says, oh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this yeah. blew up in your face. I was yeah. a better athlete at 10 than you were at 20. It's still nothing has changed. And Callis says, even uh, even then, what well, that shows is that I use my power to push family over other talent. That makes me like Vince, like Bill Watts. like Vern Gagne. Uh, yeah, but this isn't yeah. Eric Watts or Greg uh, uh, Gagne. This is Kenny <laughs> Omega, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Christian says, the only thing weirder than you manipulating a 10-year-old boy is Kenny still falling for it, which is a pretty funny line. Uh, Callis takes off his so at that point Callis takes off his scarf and jacket he's getting all heated Christian literally looks like he's about to laugh because it is pretty funny yeah. uh, Callis says you're going to be what you've been your entire career come all out second best that sets off Christian uh, they uh, as he tries to get at Callis they attack him wrap the jacket on his head start sitting, hitting him with that cold spray and then the elite hunter comes out and runs them all off yeah, and so next week is is Kenny and Cutler versus uh, uh, Kazarian and Christian. Yes, yes. That. Uh, we got Moxley promo. Uh, he talked, you know, weeks ago he talked about setting a bunch of contracts over in Japan. He says he got one back. Uh, only one guy had the balls to face him. It's Kojima. Only one he, man has a fax machine. I guess so. Uh, it says uh, Kojima must have a death wish because once that bell rings, he's going to try to take off his head September 5th and all out. Witness the public execution of a legend. Eesh. That's Kojima. a bit much. That's a bit it much. Yeah, when you get in there, I'm gonna break your neck. I'm trying to end your end your neck and your life. A bit much. I mean, he was nice enough to sign a contract to give Mox a match and all out. He's the only one. The only guy who was gonna sign a contract. Everybody else is like, "What is that? A fax machine? I'm not picking that thing up." And Kojima was he like, said it "No, he uses it all the it time." Well, Kojima knows how to use FedEx, but it was faxed to him in the first place. 
Yeah, I went down to Staples. Used to be Kinko's. After that, we had, I have no idea why this match was on television. I'm telling you, Big Show versus QT is not an all-out. It's, no, if this not. isn't in the kickoff show, then I don't know what they're smoking over there. It was Factory, who got the jobber entrance, versus the Gun Club. And the highlight of this match is Austin Gun Club. Luthezing press, Luthez pressing Aaron Solo on the floor, and he knocks himself out. See, I don't, I don't. I didn't notice him knocking himself out. I thought it was just the situation because I saw he did it. And he did. There was quite a bit of impact. He did it. And he kind of like looked to the side. I thought, and just kind of laid there because I think that was supposed to take him out of the match, and that's why he just kind of laid there. That's took himself took out him. of the match by knocking himself out. Maybe I don't he think did, he literally out. knocked himself. Hold on, I'm going to take another look at this. It looked Maybe like he, he locked himself, himself a little bit loopy. Anyway, so uh, the finish uh, saw Colton Gud looking for his finish. QT counters that with a backbreaker, flatliner. Hubris, though, from QT. He starts talking trash to Paul White, who's on commentary. And then Colton rolls up QT to get the win. <laughs> okay, so he's not out. He's not out. Let me, okay, let me. Somebody said that maybe Solo, uh, like, countered him or something. Let me see if, if Solo's. No, Solo didn't do anything. <laughs> no, he ate, he ate that Luthes press. That's all he did. He just he ate the shit out of that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna look at this one more time. It is hilarious because like uh, Billy Gunn and Camarado like lariat each other out of the equation. Yeah, they do a double double close. They do spot, a double yeah. lariat. <laughs> I'm telling you, it looks like this kid whacks his head. Hold on, I'll have to watch it later. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. I'll do a gif. Well, if I do a gif of it, I'll probably get like copyright blogged probably. or something like that. We'll Some do a gif weird. and just send it to me in text, not on Twitter. Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, you want to go through that. this Dan Lambert promo because he's really he's a good promo, but he talks really fast. So I did, I did get a chance to to write down. So I'll be honest. I'll, I'm I'm just gonna do the the breakdown of this, okay? Because I'm not gonna talk about the entire the, the the entire point of it is AEW's fan base are a bunch of woke, quote unquote woke millennials, even though aren't millennials like at the upper limit forty at this point? Kind of, yeah. They like lattes or something. I don't know. He throws a bunch of stuff together. I think I like Lambert. I think he's he's good. Uh, this was too long. It was too and long. Even he was wheezing through it. I know he sounded like me. He sounded like me right now at the end of it. Just kind of. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he runs down the AEW generation of wrestlers, makes references to Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, somebody else, uh, and he says, uh, you know, it's not that AEW is feeding uh, crap to their customers. Their customers are crap, basically. And crap, he has yeah. to give them an example of real men. So he that's his introduction to the men of the year, Scorpio Sky and Page. But it was really long. It was full of silly MAGA quotes. Um and uh and yeah, there you go. I, I like of, I like Lambert. He's a good promo. This is way too long though. It was way too long. Yeah, it's yeah, it's way too long. It's way too long. Mm. He is he is a solid promo though. Uh yeah. after that we had an Arn Anderson in uh, interview. He says Brock is in over his head. Everyone knows it. He's tried to tell him Brock's hard headed. He mm-hmm. said, uh, I, I would die for, for Brock, and apparently Brock will die for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, you know, hey, good doesn't always conquer evil, but either way, uh, you know, if Brock goes down, essentially so be it, you know? I can confirm Austin's head snaps back against the floor. Like, he whacks his yeah, head he on the a, floor Yeah, he bought right a rugged spell, yeah. It's pretty funny. Well, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah, and then uh, we had uh, Brock... Anderson versus Malachi Black. Uh, I like that Malachi Black is coming out in the center position because that's supposed to be only Cody's. Cody's. I know. You know, it'd be uh, cool for Malachi's entrance. I thought about this. So you know, he's sitting there cross-legged. Yeah, and when he has to stand up, it's a little awkward. Yeah, it's it is. As, yeah, yeah. It's not as dramatic as like everything else. What right. They find, yeah. They got. He has to sit on a platform and he levitates up. Well, they put some still- wires on his trunks. And and he just sort of he goes from sitting he goes yeah <laughs> or levitate levitate for a bit and then and then stands up from the levitating position I think that'd be awesome yeah I like if he like flies like Superman to the ring like the Christopher Reeve one where he looks it's obvious that he's on wires yeah <laughs> with his arms right. out like this yeah if you want him to look stupid then do that yeah um, I think my idea yeah. is pretty neat <laughs> I'll be honest with you I like your idea levitation's great. Uh, this match wasn't because Brock got some offense in. He basically opens with a takedown, and Black gets up knee strike to Brock. I'll be honest, not nasty. a whole lot of this makes it made a damn lick of sense. Okay, let the, walk, walk me through it then. So you mentioned that 
Brock. What really should have happened? Bell rings. Black bass. <laughs> Malachi. Five more. Malachi looks at Ard. Ard should grab the towel right there. Right. Uh, Malachi should look at Ard and be like, this, not say, not like say, hey, throw it and be like, are you going to do it? Yeah. Like kind of dare him, but don't encourage him because that's what he yeah. did later on. He's like, you better throw the towel in to save your kid. You know, because Brock, he, he gave Brock the opportunity. He said, you roll out of the ring and nothing will happen to you. Brock didn't do that. Malachi should have kicked his head off as soon as the bell rang. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then he looks at Ard. Ard might grab the towel and and, and, and Malachi says, You gonna do it? No? All right. Hit him again. You keep hitting mm-hmm. him, keep hitting him, keep hitting him with yeah. black masses until Ard throws in the towel. Yeah, Ard right. gets in. Ard needs some black mass. He's a black yeah. mass shit. Doesn't what is block this? it? What is right. that? Old man. Yeah, I no, I agree with that. And then so like uh but what happens is Black yells at him to throw the towel in. Brock comes to, he hits some strikes to Black's legs, and for some reason he sells that. Black hits a Black Mass, crowd chants one more time, uh, but Black just goes for the pin instead. Then he goes out there while Arn gets in. Uh, Malachi gets a chair, gets back in. Arn says, fight me. And uh, he says, not with the chair, though. And so he's, okay, not with the chair. And so, uh, yeah, Arn blocks a Black Mass. That's not good. That would no. good. But then so instead Malachi kicks uh, Arn in the dick. Which you know that's that's fine for guys like Eddie Kingston, but Malachi Black is like supernatural guy. I feel like that's that's like scumbag territory. He's a different kind of heel. I know kicking kicking dicks really shouldn't be his thing. Nope. And then he gives him a black mass, and then like the show's about to cut out, and then uh, somebody wanders down, and it turns out it's Lee Johnson, uh, and then it just the show ends. Yeah. Don't yeah. even really get like a proper face off or anything. No. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, in fact, uh, in fact, Malachi leaves the ring when Lee Johnson yeah, he just comes bolts. in. He's like, "Is other is this guy down to tear the to bring the ring down? <laughs> is he a production intern? <laughs> He's got an AEW polo on." Uh, yeah, Cody Island's kind of a nightmare, dude. Because I feel like Cody's going to beat Malachi yeah. Black. Yeah, Malachi needs to get off that Cody Island. Maybe I mean, there's still uh, one episode of Dynamite left. One or two? There's one, one right? One. one. There's one? Rampage on Friday, Dynamite, Rampage, and then All Out. Cody needs to show up next week and get like a huge upper hand on Malachi Black and then get a huge upper hand on him the next week too so that we can all go into All Out, securing the knowledge that Malachi Black is going to beat Cody Rhodes again. Yeah. It's just Cody will put up a good fight, and that'll Blah. be his win. Well, Yeah, no, not even that. Like Cody just completely gets annihilated. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I'll be right back. Uh, if you want to have your question answered and you can't make our live show, uh, by all means, hit us up on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can leave a question there uh, at pretty much any of the reward levels we have here on the Patreon. First up, Thomas Dunnigan says CM Punk. Oh, great question. I got to wait for Larson to come back to answer this, though. CM Punk gave out ice cream bars in his return. Which food or treat would you give out to the audience? Uh, I'm going to say when Steve shows up, it's going to be it's going to be moon pies. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be moon pies, but they're going to be special like Steve branded moon pies. They're going to be Steve pies. No, I'm going to call They're going to be called cream pies. Uh, Larson, the question here is because CM Punk gave out ice cream bars in his return, what food or treat would you give to the audience? I said moon pies, but I would rebrand them Steve's cream pie. All right. Huh. What would you give him? <laughs> so he can run us as Larson would give lentils. No, I mean that's just not fun. <laughs> I'll admit to that. I like lentils, it's not fun. Um Star Crunch. Uh there you go. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. See, double wide Jones says everyone loves a cream pie. Uh let's see here. Next up, Nemo says, uh, do you think they'll let Darby go over CM Punk? Maybe next year. Maybe like in a year. I don't think it's a shoe in that punk wins, but I I it's, it's he'll win. He'll probably win. I feel pretty oh, confident. He's totally going to win. His, his odds Punk, Punk is not going to lose in Chicago for his first match. Probably That not. scenario will never play out. Uh, let's see here. Sub John says, with CM Punk's return on Rampage called the first dance, 
What special name does Rampage get for the American Dragon, Brian Danielson? Oh, it'll be it'll be the New York show. The first yeah. countdown. Final countdown. Well, that's the name of the song. That's two on that's two on the nose. This is gonna be the first countdown. Because it's the first time they're gonna play the final countdown. Maybe let's call it countdown. I like the first countdown. Why can't they do that? I've never heard the phrase the first countdown before. Um well, they can make the phrase. The hell, never heard the term "fighter fest" before. They did "fighter fest." Yeah, but that was a it was a take on "fire fest." I, I understand the reference there. Well, you know, it's a play on the final countdown, the first countdown. Oh my God! Our Anthony R says the Dark Order turning into the new Team Taz. Hey, where was Team Taz tonight? Not on the show. That's where they were at. That's a bummer. Uh, Steve Klein, how would you describe CM Punk to someone who is brand new to pro wrestling? It's the best in the world. This is his name. Uh, yeah, that's good. I, I would say uh, he's a dude who uh, he's disgruntled employee. But now he's at a place where he's happy. He's just happy employee now. Yeah. He's a happy employee. He's getting paid the most amount of money. That's who he is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting to see how long it takes for Steve to sour on CM Punk now that he's like content and happy and, and not disgruntled anymore. As soon as I see a shred of being disgruntled, I'll be into him, but I'm already soured on him. Wow, it, it took two appearances. And now Steve's, if I had bought you that 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 uh, CM Punk shirt, you would have like thrown it in the garbage. I would, yeah, this whole podcast would be me burning it. Yeah, And then accidentally burning my house down. Yeah, uh, Maggie says, I really hope we get a punk cinematic match. I feel like he could bring something game-changing in terms of concepts that haven't been done. Would you guys like to see him in a cinematic match, if so, against who? Oh, who, punk? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, cinematic against, uh, well, let me call it out Sting. Yeah. Have that be Sting's second cinematic match. That'd be good. Yeah, but they oh, do it at a meet and greet, at like a comic book store meet and greet. They're both there, and they just you know it just happens to break out. And, and Borden, Steve Sting had like eaten because he's older now, so his bowels are probably a little more unpredictable. All right, so he's sitting there. It's like a comic book store, so it's kind of small, and they're just sitting there, and he's just punk is like, God damn, dude, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting here beeping though. He's like, "What do you want from me? I'm like 62 years old now." And he's like, "You could can you? Are there pills you could take for that?" And Sting's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, he does this. He goes, hey, watch this." <laughs> he doesn't do the who. He puts his mouth, his hands up to his mouth like he's going to, but he, but he toots. <laughs> Right, not a mouth fart, a real one. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, don't be all high and mighty. You shit the ring one time, and that <laughs> sets know. off Phil. Uh, uh, and Phil's like, f you, b. <laughs> they start beating. It's, it's Sting does this and every time he hits his chest. He toots a little bit more. <laughs> he's like, you old sack of crap! Stop farting next to me. <laughs> there we go. Now, here's a good subtitle for when Daniel Bryan debuts. Something will like enter the dragon because he's the American dragon. Ah, wait. No, you're on to something there. How about this? Don't say the first a- dragon. A.W. chasing <laughs> the dragon. Okay, that's good. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. Isn't that like a heroin reference? Oh, is that what it is? Oops. That's all. I think it's a drug reference. Oh, oops. Actually, yeah, first dragon is not bad. Architect here, says, says, here in chat says first dragon. The first dragon. Yeah. Okay. All right. We can be on this. Well, we see it's collaborative. It's collaborative. Yeah. That day, that, that, that CM Punk sting collaboration right there. There you go. And they just go at it. (laughs) Oh man. That's hilarious. Uh, let's see here. Uh, (laughs) I am not reading that for Moses opposes, but it is kind of funny. Octavian says, how strong would you book punk for the first year? It's always going to be victories that he barely ekes out because he's still learning to be the best in the world uh-huh. again. And then he turns heel and he just cheats to win a lot. And then uh, he wins the title off of Hangman Page and then Darby Allen beats him. All right. That's good. 
uh, uh, Tori Todd, the first time chat, so this is my first time watching it. I think Larson was delirious if Steve wasn't behaving the same way. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see here. I don't even know how to understand this question. Jaime Fonseca says, is Team Taz the new nation of domination? I'm trying to wrap my head around this concept. I don't think so. <laughs> it's kind of great. I'm like, well, I kind of know what the nation of domination was. And Team Taz ain't that. So Doesn't I'm going like to say, Mr. Fonseca, uh, probably not. But maybe if there's some clarification there, or maybe he was just trying to. Here's the uh, only thing I can us. think of. Of course, you know, when The Rock joined the nation and started getting popular, it created a bit of infighting within the nation. Oh. Ricky Starks maybe filled that similar role. Oh. Hey, that's a good one. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Ooh, Wizard of Smoke says Adam Cole has a choice. Oh, this is an easy one. He says WWE Prison or Cody Island. It's 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 Cody Island because you can get off Cody Island. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh you know, Brody got out of Cody Cody Island, didn't he? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, who's gotten out of Cody? Who's been in Cody Island? Darby. Darby got out of Cody Island. MJF got off Cody Island. MJF, MJF did too. Yeah, boy. He was deep. He was like he was like towards the center of the island there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. That was too much. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more. Uh, and until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.